This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twins outfielder Byron Buxton was on his game Friday against the White Sox as he would back up Phil Hughes in the right-hander's first outing since last June. Buxton racing back. Byron still going. Warning track wall. Circling and catching up against the wall. Hit the base of the wall, lost his cap, and number 25 does it again. The center of Buxton goes back on this one. And he makes another catch on the warning track. Nearly a carbon copy of his catch for the first out in the inning. Moving to right, Kepler to the corner. And a diving catch by Kepler. No raindrop there. Wow, what a catch by Max Kepler in the right field corner to end the inning. Driven to right center field toward the gap. Grossman round second, the ball will go to the wall. Grossman to third, he's being waved around. And Sano, with an RBI double, puts the Twins in front. 3-1 Twins, bottom nine, two down. Ground ball weekly right side, this should do it. Dozier's got it, he gloves, he throws, ball game over. Twins beat the White Sox. And for the first time since 1987, the Minnesota Twins begin the season 4-0 on the heels of a 3-1 win here in Chicago. Brandon Kinsler escapes the jam, and the Twins hang on for the victory. Phil Hughes gets the W in his first outing of the year, and Derek Holland is the losing pitcher in his White Sox debut. The Twins are getting excellent pitching and defense in the early part of the season, and Paul Molitor is quite pleased with his 4-0 club. Well, it was uh, it was good to see. You know, first inning they came out and they barreled up a lot of baseballs, and uh, you know, a lot of things happened in that game. But we might have went up with defense in the first inning, particularly our center fielder. Um, you know, first play of the game, and then two outs making that catch the way he did. You know, it's hard to imagine he almost outran a ball that got to the wall very quickly. But um, you know, in, in terms of you know Phil getting through that inning with, with only one run. Got a, a double there in the second inning, but then he kind of settled in on the base of that, I think, in the five hole. Um, and, you know, as advertised, the changeup was a good weapon for him. Um, and I think he got some outs and even maybe a strikeout or two on that pitch. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it was nice for, to see him hang, hang in there and get through six innings for us. And then Kinsler, uh, Jimin has said he was helping him settle and just yeah. focus well, after you know, two strikeouts. I, 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 you know, he's. He does okay out there. I think, I think, you know, like anybody, the ninth inning is the ninth inning. It's tough. And, you know, he, he made some tremendous pitches to get the first couple of outs. Um, you know, the, the pitch uh, to Frazier and then the front door to Senior. Uh, but then he kind of lost his feel a little bit. You know, he said he had a little trouble with the tackiness on the ball. But, you know, we were fortunate. We got May up there and he got a first pitch grounder and a good sinker to get us off the field. Phil Hughes shakes off the early jitters and line drives from the White Sox to get his first win since last April. He goes six and allows one run. Just testing uh, Buxton? Is that the, <laughs> is that the idea there? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, it was a game saver there in the first. A couple incredible catches to 
you know, make that inning not as uh, bad as it could have been. So that was probably the turning point there. And, um, you know, fortunately, it was able to kind of settle in and make some better pitches after the first. How did you settle in? What did you do? Um, just hit my spots a little bit better. You know, I, I felt like I left some pitches over the plate a little bit too much in the first inning and was able to incorporate some change-ups and curveballs and decent cutter there towards the end of the game. And it seemed like things got uh, a little bit easier as I went along instead of more difficult, which sometimes can happen. But I was fighting myself a little bit in the first inning, hoping to establish my fastball. And, um, you know, after that, I just kind of said, you know, I'm going to you know, rely on my off speed and, and make him beat me that way. And, um, you know, fortunately, I was able to make some decent pitches. This has to feel good after last season. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, especially the start we've gotten off to the last few years, um, you know, to be 4-0 is a big step in the right direction. You know, for me personally, I feel like, um, you know, last year was, was tough, both physically and mentally, to, to get through that. And so I'm happy to uh, start this year off on a good note. Is there anything among the team just to be conscious of getting off to a good start? Did you guys talk about it? or you... It doesn't really need to be said. You know, it's obviously one of those things where, um, you know, you get off to an 0-9 start, that can really bury you. I don't think it really needs to be talked about or discussed. It was just a matter of coming out and being ready to start the season. And I think we... Um, you know, kind of have accepted that challenge and just as a group we know that we're capable of a lot more and just going out and proving it and you know so far so good. Minnesota's budding outfield star Byron Buxton went 0 for 4 at the plate but he set the tone for this ball game in the very first inning with two excellent grabs. You gotta land somewhere. Yeah you do. <laughs> I, I prefer to land on something padded now. Is <laughs> that in, intentional to get the ball or is that more so for me to get a better read on the ball. Um, once I took off, I put my head down and kind of lost the ball. When I put my head down and when I looked back up to, for me to see the ball, I saw it out of my peripheral. So I like picked the spot out in the sky and saw, saw the white dot and just happened to make a good play on it. Uh, nah, just a good play, you know. That's what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to go out there and catch the ball and, you know, get us back in the dugout. Guys on either side of you had some nice plays too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough playing out there. You know, the competitiveness we got out there and the wanna wanna make those kind of plays. You know, that's what we all want to do out there. So we just gotta stay aggressive and keep keep going out there. How good do you think this outfield defense can be with you and Rosario and uh, Kepler? Uh, I mean, the sky's the limit. Uh, like the play Rosie made over the wall and the dive and catch kept, man. I mean. Not many outfielders, you know, can can do that all over the outfield. So I mean, I'm I'm very blessed to have them two by my side and to, to go out there every game with them. You know, that that makes me a lot more comfortable out there. Must make it a lot easier as you try to get the bat going too. To it does. Um, my teammates definitely been been behind me. I know, you know, timing and, and timing is all struggling a little bit, but um, teammates behind me. So I mean, they got my back. I got their back, and we gotta keep going after.